to the Out of the Loop podcast. My name is Rod. I like to say hi to the Rod Pod Squad. This podcast is the Game of Thrones X uh, Game of Throne theme. <laughs> I just <laughs> I had a brain fart. Holy shit. Anyways, we I am known as a familiar and I'm partnered up with my friend Shane. What's up, podcast people? And we continue our journey through Westeros uh, telling Every season, every episode to the unfamiliar Matt. Hello, Luke Chope. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, love the accent. Is is that uh, Cockney? Is that what that is? You tell me, Gumna. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Game of Thrones. We are getting closer and closer to the very end. We are on season eight. But um, as we do with every episode, uh, we like to get a recap of what we're doing in our lives. So, Shane, what, what's new with you? Uh, second verse, same as the first. Uh, I work a lot. <laughs> uh, last week was real, real busy at work. Um, so I was there a lot, um, got real tired a lot. Uh, we went and saw our house that is being built yesterday. Uh, it's getting there. I think we're like under three months away. So that's really cool. Um, yeah, other than that, just, you know, trying to get stuff done in the old house and, you know, plan for the, the new house. What about you guys? Go ahead, Rodney. Mateo. Oh, okay. Uh, for me, um, I went to Disney World. I know, irresponsible because of COVID. We were super safe. Uh, wore N95 mask. I brought a portable HEPA filter. Um, huge amounts of uh, Clorox wipes. So I was, you know, taking baths with that stuff, just wiping everything. Uh, my ball smelled lemony fresh. That was great. <laughs> Sick. Uh, yeah, last week yeah, I worked a lot. First full week back this year of work, and it was exhausting. Um, in in person? No, no. <laughs> That's still working from home. But oh. like, God damn, this is this is a five day work week. <laughs> um, that's about it. I think I don't think I've done anything else but worked and had fun at world. Um, so I saw this meme, um, it was like a week ago and it had, um, aloe vera and then, um, evening primrose extract. And it said, um, two old British women greeting each other. So then I read it as aloe vera, (laughs) evening primrose extract. (laughs) 
and um, I've been I've been thinking about that like nonstop. So that's uh, that's uh, that's all I've been up to. Nice. That's funny. That reminds me of that comedian. Um, how do you take, talk like Michael Caine, or say his name? That how he says it in his movies. And he says, yeah. "Just say my cocaine, my cocaine, yeah. <laughs> my cocaine." So yeah, that that's it. That's it for me. What have you guys been watching? For me, I am on um, season five of Breaking Bad. Me too. I think I'll, I think I'll pick up Better Call Saul after this. Yeah? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm um, very curious to see what you think about that. It is yeah. very, well, very good. He's a he's one of the my favorite characters, uh, that's for sure. Hell yeah. Um, watched, what was it? <laughs> so I don't normally watch reality TV, uh, but... We've pretty much caught up on all our shows, uh, the wife and I, and there was something on Netflix called Bling Empire. It's about like crazy rich. That sounds, you could just stop right there. That sounds like the absolute worst thing (laughs) ever. It was actually pretty entertaining. (laughs) You say Um, crazy, crazy rich Asians, you said? (laughs) Crazy rich Asians, yes. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's what I heard. Yes. That's okay. what I said. No. Because they are crazy rich. It's called, Did you say Asian? It's called, bling, it's called Bling Empire. I know, but he said – I thought he said Asians. Did he? Yeah. No, they're – He did. It's about the crazy rich Asians. I knew it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting. Wasn't uh, there a movie called C- Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. It was. Yes. Okay. I saw it. All right. Came out I just wanted to make ago. sure. It was uh, it was fine for a rom com. Yeah, it's good. Right. It's a good movie. It was fine. Um, not not my cup of tea. Let's say that. Yeah, well, there's no zombies in it and texting about <laughs> it or twittering about it. Exactly. Anybody out there? Hashtag Survivor. <laughs> Do you guys watch that? No. What? Hashtag Hashtag Alive. Uh, <laughs> I, I I forgot. I, I I totally forgot about that. <laughs> That's about all I've been watching. Um, <clears throat> for me, uh, we downloaded Peacock, and uh, we're I think five into Yellowstone, uh, which is really good. Yep. Uh, I definitely like it. Yeah, it's a cool, uh, yeah, crime. Sopranos esque, but Cowboys. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, past that, uh, I've actually been with uh, fantasy football over. Um, I had a lot more listening time, so I listened to the Ready Player Two audiobook. What did um, you think? I loved. I liked it. Yeah, it was really good. Do you the think the big be- better than the first. No. Okay. The the beginning was a yeah. You thought it was better? No, no, no. Um, to me, it kind of ended too clean, but that's just me. Yeah. No, I, the beginning was a little hard to get into, but once they got into the, you know, back to the quest type of uh, storyline that was like the first one, it, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I'm listening to uh, American Gods now. I'm uh, 
I'm a few hours into that, and that's that's pretty good. So that's new. I got opinion. yeah, I got uh, uh, Matt Birch. I guess he he says that's one of his favorite books. So I I figured I'd give it a go. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not really watching anything my my two-year-old sort of runs the uh tv um so he'll just request something and then i'll put it on he is uh really so he he discovered shrek a few weeks ago and then shrek 2 is not streaming anywhere but he found the trailer on youtube and he fell in love with puss in boots nice and Puss in Boots is streaming on Netflix, so yeah. that has been that has been on constantly. Um, it's actually pretty funny. Um, uh, um, I've been casually rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, I've never seen season seven, so I'm and I'm I'm almost there, so I'll be able to watch that for the first time. Um. Oh, speaking of not normally watching reality TV. Um, so because my two-year-old takes up the TV most of the time, I have grown accustomed to just not really... I, I watch basketball on my computer because I just uh, stream it. Um, and so my wife has been in control of the TV uh, late at night. And um, she has been watching or catching up on Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> um, and it is as bad as it sounds. Um, but, man, there are things said on that show that I didn't realize you could say on TV. <laughs> like, um, so, like, the first like 30 minutes of a, of a 43 minute episode will be like very boring, like, Oh, I'm just planning for this event that's coming up and and I'm not sure if 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 Jackie's going to go or not. We're not really on speaking terms right now. And then the last 10 minutes, it's just like, so how many dicks did you suck to get that new job? <laughs> <laughs> and um it is it's yeah, it it is like the epitome of a reality train wreck. Um because you you sincerely like can't look away at a certain point where it's just like they keep replaying the same fight from 2009 because these girls are now friends and back in 2009 one of them flipped a table on top of the other <laughs> um flipped was a the table. show Go was a show going in 2009 yes holy jesus that was apparently season 1 um Whoa. And these girls got so one of the girls, uh, she's been on the show the entire time. I guess the cast changes from time to time. And the other, the other woman was only on for like the first season, and then she recently came back, and now they're like buddy buddy. But back in season one, she got a table flipped onto her, and she was called a prostitution whore, um, <laughs> which uh, is a super funny thing to say. And then, so, oh, yeah, my favorite sentence from the whole thing. So, um, one of the women, her husband is in prison. And um, he's in prison for, like, it's some some tax fraud, white-collar crime thing. And um, 
her 12-year-old daughter is really struggling with it. But um, the 12-year-old is really into music. And so um, they go to this studio because the, the girl is a big fan of um, shit. Fetty Wap? Fetty Wap? I don't, I don't know how it's said. I'm, I'm exposing how, how white I am right now. And, um, is it like that doo wop, doo wop, doo wop? No. No. So the so the girl meets him, and then the mom is like like you know doing one of the like one on ones with the camera, and she's like, I I don't think that Fetty Wap being around is going to replace the fact that her father is in prison, but I figured it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, um, that's what I've been watching, I guess you could say. Nice. And, uh, what is yeah, that, uh, what ahead. is that streaming on? It is on Peacock. Okay. Um, all of the, apparently all of the Real Housewives shows are on Peacock. Nice. Also, Peacock <laughs> bought the WWE Network for like $1.2 billion or something. All right, McMahon's a billionaire again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump so they got, get all. Trump got taken out of office, and he was probably worried for a couple minutes, and then, and then, <laughs> then he sold <laughs> sold the network, and now he's he's a okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I did watch one episode of What We Do in the Shadows. Damn, That's I need awesome. to start that. And I oh no, I, I did start you, that. I, I thought you said you did. That. Yeah. Yeah, I watched oh. season one, and that's it. What do you think, Ronnie? Yeah, the first I liked it. The first episode, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, my wife didn't care for it, but that's her. <laughs> yeah. But I, thought, I, I it thought it was fine. We didn't. Like I said I. I got like I think like five, six episodes in, and I. I, I think I lost interest, but. I enjoyed season one, and then um, Halloween came and went, and I just kind of, like, stopped thinking about it. It wasn't a show that I wanted to keep watching. Um, but uh, what I saw, it was funny. Like, Yeah. Yeah. That, that's I only saw the one episode, so it was funny for what that was. Yeah. All right. So let's do a recap. Oh, yeah. It's business time. Alright, let's get down to our bread and butter here. What do you remember on the last episode of Game of Thrones? The Long Night. Arya killed the Night King. Just kidding. Yes. Oh, that's true. Um, I guess that's all that happened. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I mean, it was like... I mean, I'm sure it it was a lot of really cool action and stuff, but the only significant plot point, other than like, you know, Theon's dead, Jorah's dead, whatever... Um, they were never going to make it through the whole thing. Um, and then Arya ended the not, not so long night by, um, and, (laughs) and extremely short winter. Um, Prematurely ended it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, by killing the Night King and saving Bran. So (laughs) I am very interested to see there's, there's what three left. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Oh, before we go on, have you guys been paying attention to what's going on on Wall Street? No. Um, 
partially. Okay. Then we won't go into it. No, no, no. Go ahead. If, if you, it, I would actually like somebody to explain to me because I don't fully understand. Okay. So, from my understanding, which is very dumb, um, there's hedge funds that bet on stocks to lose money. So they drive down the price so they make money. So what happens is they borrow shares from the company or from a brokerage, sell it at a higher price, betting that it will go down. And what happens is they buy those cheaper stocks and give it back to the company, they, the brokerage firm that they had it from, and they pocket the difference. So if you think about it as, hey, um, give me a share, it's worth $10. I'll sell it to this person for 10. Um, I'll give you back your share when it's five bucks. So I buy it for five, give you that, that share back, and I pocket the $5 difference. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. So basically what they were trying to do is drive down GameStop stock. And so they're betting that it was going to go down. I think at the time when they bought it, the this hedge fund, it was going for like $20 a share. And so they were hoping that it would drop down to like 14 bucks or whatever, right? Um, so it got word, there was word, I don't know, there's this huge subreddit uh, group called Wall Street Bets, and they knew of this tactic, and it's, it's a lot of people make a lot of money doing the um, short, you know, short sales, but they felt that they're bad for the economy because xyz reasons they drive down businesses they put people out of work and whatnot right makes sense so they employed everybody on the reddit group which had four million people to buy shares so what this does is it drove up the stock price so what this means is that company let's say i'm just throwing out random numbers they bought a million shares right at 20 bucks so had the stock lost money, they would have pocketed the difference had it gone down. But since it increased, they have to buy all those stocks that they borrowed at that increased price, which went up to over 300 bucks. So theoretically, let's say they spent $20 a stock for, for a million shares, that's $20 million. Now that it gone up to $200 a share, that's $4 billion they have to buy. They have to? They have to because they, 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 well, they have to give it back to the brokerage. So they sold those stocks at extremely low prices. But to get them back, to recoup, to give back to where they got them from, they have to buy it at the new price. It, it's not like next day you have to. There's a closing period. Like it could be any, it could be like two, three days, four days, five days. It depends on when the stock closes, when they, when the option closes for the stock. So essentially, this hedge fund lost like thirteen billion dollars in one day. Dang. Yeah. You know it's, the um, the Office episode when uh, Oscar has to explain what a surplus is to Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now explain it to me like I'm like I'm a five year old. <laughs> so let me have your red crayon. Okay. I give you this red crayon back. Okay. Okay. So I'm right. going to take this crayon. Yeah. I'm going to give it to to uh, to Shane for three red crayons. Okay. Okay. Because right. that's what the value is. Your one crayon is not worth is worth 
three. No, let, let me do it this way. Okay. Let me borrow a dollar for. Okay. Yeah, let me borrow a dollar. I'm going to. Okay. Well, let me see. What can I. I guess. <laughs> it's kind of hard now thinking about it. So. Okay. No, that's not going to work either. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Let me borrow your video game, Arkham Knights. It okay. cost you 20 bucks, right? So 60. I, Go ahead. Was, okay, $60. <laughs> it cost you $60. I'm going to yes. sell it to Shane for $60. Okay. I find a cheap copy online for $20. I give uh-huh. you that copy back. I made 40 bucks. Yeah. That's because I wanted the cost to go down. Right. I made money. Yeah. Now, I do the same thing. Now, what Reddit's doing, that, that group. Give me your Arkham game. I sold this Shane for sixty bucks. I can't find another copy. I have to buy one, f- and it's going for one hundred twenty dollars. I have to pay one hundred twenty bucks. I lost sixty bucks. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, then, fourteen billion dollars gone. People became then, millionaires overnight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I. So that's the only thing I knew was like, there's a dude that was like, I only make thirty grand a year. And I just, I have GameStop stock just because I love video games. And now I'm a millionaire just by accident. Yeah. And he probably sold, which is crazy because I keep reading this sub page. And they're talking about keep holding because the squeeze that everyone's saying is over has not been, is not over. Oh, and that's not even part, even all of it. That's just the beginning part. So there's brokerage firms that allow, they call them retail um, ex, uh, brokers or whatever, which are normal people who do it from home, not like uh, big hedge funds or big uh, companies, you know. So there's one that's called Robinhood. And basically, they saw what was going on and they stopped people from being able to buy the stock. Yeah, so that, that, that I saw that part too. Yeah. yeah, that's market manipulation at that point. Yeah. Because they're stopping the, the transactions of buying these stocks. Now, what Reddit is doing, people are saying that could be market manipulation, but it's not. They said the value of the company is right what it was. We're just driving it up to pay these people, you know, to to punish them. You know what you're doing if you buy this. We're not saying yeah. it's a good investment. And so it's not market manipulation because they didn't say you're going to make money. It's a good company. Um, although they've done a lot of research explaining why the value will go up a little bit, but not to the to the point where it is now. So now the big squeeze is going to happen where... People are buying up all these stocks. And again, this company has to give back money, but they have to buy these additional stocks. So it's like there's a million shares out there. They're all bought up at 240 bucks. The company will release more stocks. Okay, I have to buy these million shares at 240 bucks. So now essentially your money just, it's like an infinite amount of money that they're gonna lose. It's crazy math. Wow. I absolutely love it. It's got me trading. I've made three dollars, you guys. You are? Yeah, I made three what, bucks. What do you What do you trade on? Uh, SoFi. Nice. I got into this thing called cryptocurrency. Also, I made yeah. three cents there. Also, nice. I'm on my way up. How much? How much have we made uh, <clears throat> from uh, the podcast? Seven dollars and seventy-five cents. What? Yeah. Hell yeah. See, look at that. That's even better than your uh, day trading, so we're good. <laughs> we're so fucking rich, you guys. Oh, my God. 
We need to have some uh, Reddit group back our stuff so we can be millionaires. Dude, it's that's, crazy. That's how that works, right? Yeah. So the stock went down a lot today. and But apparently, again, this is saying there's manipulation going on with the media where all this company already paid for all this these shares. There's no squeeze anymore. You should invest in this. And like all these people are broadcasting it on the news media. And everyone and the Reddit group I keep reading, they're like, this is fake stuff, guys. Don't let them fool you. Keep your shares. I promise you. So I'm, I'm interested to see... Next time we talk, if the share goes up even more. So all the people that bought it to force it up, they're rich too or no? Depending on how many shares you have. I mean, a lot of them, when they started, the share was at like 20 bucks, 24 bucks. Oh, okay. It's been sitting at 200 plus. So uh, there's a guy who keeps posting his books. He's like, I bought fifty thousand shares. He ha apparently had a hundred grand lying lying around, but yeah. he has ten million dollars right now. Nice. Yeah. American dream. For sure. Dude, as soon as I cash in ten mil, I am retired. No, as soon as I cash <laughs> in one, I'm pretty sure I'd retire. I think oh, yeah. this is like this is like the American dream squared because you are fucking over current rich people and making yourself rich at the same time, which is just beautiful. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that it's only the rich people that drive down businesses and cause people Oh yeah. To lose their jobs. Yeah, dude. Fuck rich people. <laughs> yeah, fuck on. you. I would love to be one of you. <laughs> I wouldn't be one of that life. I wouldn't be one of those rich people though. You know what I mean? I'm I'd, not be gonna a make any, I'd be a rich person of the people. I'm not going to make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a rich person, but I'd mind my own goddamn business, and you won't even know I'm rich. All right. All right. Oh, sorry. Off. That was just <clears throat> some exciting news the last week. No, that was, yeah, thank you for explaining that. I'd heard bits and pieces, uh, mainly through, like, ESPN, Mina Kimes and stuff, uh, and, uh, Pablo Torre, who I cannot stand, so uh, thank you for explaining that. You're welcome, and I'm trying to learn more, and uh, this shit is complicated, but whatever. Um, let's get to the next episode, Game of Thrones 804. Alright, so this... Title? Yeah. Did we? Okay. We did not. I don't think so. The... What's, what do you think the title is, Matt? What do I think the title is? Yeah. After oh, the long God. night comes the uh, <laughs> short um, day. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, I I'm just hoping that it's spring is here with an exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> it is good job. <laughs> a dream of spring. A what? A dream of spring. Oh wait, no. Yeah, that's not what it's called. I know. <laughs> what is the it? Next book. <clears throat> the uh, last of the Starks. Oh no! So we That's not start. Good. We start off in Winterfell. Uh, the camera pans from the feet of Jorah up to his RDF. Do you know what RDF stands for? Um, from the feet <laughs> to his RDF. No, I don't. Resting dead face. <laughs> uh, Daenerys is standing next to his body, still crying. 
she bends down to kiss him on the forehead, uh, then whispers something inaudible in his ear. Uh, next, we go to Sansa crying over Theon's body. Wait, I got pictures. There we go. Resting dead face. <laughs> uh, next, we go to Sansa crying over Theon's uh, body. Uh, she takes her House Stark direwolf pin off uh, and pins it to Theon's chest. The rest of the survivors stand around watching the leading lady, leading ladies grieve. Uh, first, Daenerys steps back to the crowd, then Sansa. We see a shot from high above the crowd. We see a hundred plus groups of funeral pyres for everyone who died. Soldiers uh, in amongst the rows of the pyres. Um, holding torches, ready to light them. Uh, the camera pans across the survivors again. Uh, first Bran, then to Ghost, uh, who is battered, uh, missing part of his right ear, but still alive. Uh, John steps forward uh, to address the crowd. Uh, John says, We're here to say goodbye to our brothers and sisters, to our fathers and mothers, to our friends. Uh, our fellow men and women who set aside their differences to fight together and die together so that others might live. Everyone in this world owes them a debt that can never be repaid. It is our duty and our honor to keep them alive in memory for those who come after us and those who come after them. For as long as men draw breath, uh, they were the shields that guarded the realms of men and we shall never see their like again. Uh, a soldier brings John a torch, uh, then uh, all the soldiers, sorry, then other soldiers bring torches to Sansa, Tormund, Arya, Sam, Grey Worm, and Daenerys. Uh, they walk forward to burn their fallen friends. Uh, Arya. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that still necessary? To burn them? It, well, you gotta well it's, they're going to fester and stuff, so they're killing up the bodies. And it's... You know, Winterfell is, you know, when it's like the north, it's in the mountains, right? And the ground is probably fucking frozen. So it's yeah, just sure. a, a heck of a lot easier to burn them than to bury them. Okay. You know? Okay. I just, I guess I, I related that to like them not turning into a white, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I think this is more just uh, convenience. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> Arya walks to Beric, uh, Sam walks to Ed, uh, John to Lyanna Mormont, and Daenerys to Jorah. Uh, all the pyres are lit. They step back uh, into the crowd. Well, later on, the survivors gather in the dining hall for a feast. There's Bran, Sansa, John, Daenerys, and Tyrion at the head table. Daenerys is just sitting there blankly, not touching her food or drink. Uh, in the crowd... Uh, Gendry is at a table with the Hound. He is looking around and asks, um, have you seen Arya? Uh, and the Hound says, you can still smell the burning bodies, and that's where your head is at? And Gendry says, I just want to thank her for, and then the Hound says, I'm sure you do. Uh, Gendry says, look, it's not about that. And the Hound says, of course it's about that, you twat. Uh, why shouldn't it be? The dead are dead, you're not. Uh, Gendry gets up to walk away. Um, he passes the head table, and Daenerys calls to him, stopping him in his tracks. Uh, Daenerys says, Gendry, that's right, isn't it? And then uh, as the queen addresses him, the crowd goes silent. 
Uh, Gendry, very nervous, says, yes, your grace. And Daenerys goes on, you're Robert Baratheon's son. Uh, Davos gives a worried look to Jon. Uh, Gendry uh, gives Daenerys a nod. Daenerys says, you are aware he took my family's throne and tried to have me murdered. And Gendry says, I didn't even know he was my father until after he was dead. And Daenerys says, yes, he's dead. His brothers are too. So who's the Lord of Storm's End now? And Gendry says, I do not know your grace. And Daenerys says, does anyone? And as she looks over the crowd, no one speaks up. Uh, Daenerys continues, I think you should be the Lord of Storm's End. And the, the, the group begins to murmur. Uh, Gendry says, I can't be, I'm a bastard. And Daenerys says, no, you are Lord Gendry Baratheon of Storm's End, the lawful son of Robert Baratheon, because that is what I have just made you. Uh, there is silence as Gendry absorbs what he just heard. Davos um, then stands to make a toast. Davos says, to Lord Gendry Baratheon of Storm's End. Everyone stands to raise their glasses to Gendry. Uh, everyone is all smiles now, and they all begin to converse with one another. Back at the head table, Tyrion addresses Daenerys. Uh, Tyrion says, that's easy, isn't it? Uh, a fitting reward for a hero and a lord of Storm's End who will be forever loyal to you. Daenerys says, see, you're not the only one who's clever. At another table, Brienne and Jaime sit across from each other. Uh, someone tries to pour Brienne some wine, uh, but she places her hand over the cup. Jamie pulls her hand off. Uh, Jamie says, we fought dead things and lived to talk about it. If this isn't, if this isn't the time to drink, when is? Uh, they hold up their glasses to each other and then drink. Uh, across the room, Davos is standing next to Tyrion. Davos says, the last time I saw her, I told her I'd kill her if I ever saw her again. Tyrion says, I'm sure you had your reasons. And Davos says, uh, I did. I do. And Tyrion says, so did you? And Davos says, never got the chance. She did it to herself. Or her god did it uh, to her. Lord of Light. We play the, uh, his game for him. We fight his war and win. And then he fucks off. No signs. No blessings. Who knows what he wants? And Tyrion says, I don't imagine thinking about that subject uh, will leave you any happier than before. And Davos says, well, what if I'm not trying to be happy? And Tyrion says, then you're in luck. We, we may have defeated the dead, but we still have us to contend with. Uh, Davos says, thank you. I feel much better. Uh, Tyrion hands Davos a goblet of wine and they both drink. Tyrion then walks away to a fireplace with Bran sitting next to it. Tyrion, this is clever, even, uh, even better than the saddle I designed for you. Bran, <laughs> sorry, it's the same as <laughs> Darren. It's the same one that was a Daron Targaryen built uh, for his crippled nephew 120 years ago. I like that one. Tyrion. You know our history better than anyone. That will be useful as Lord of Winterfell. Bran says, I'm not Lord of Winterfell. Tyrion, you're the only surviving trueborn son of Ned Stark. Bran, he just stares back at Tyrion, saying nothing as always. Tyrion, you don't want it. Bran, I don't really want any more. 
Tyrion. I envy you, Bran. You shouldn't envy me. <laughs> mostly, mostly I live in the past. Mister Wolken walks up to uh, to push uh, Bran away. Uh, across the room, John is celebrating their victory with Tormund, Sansa, and some of the soldiers. <clears throat> Just down the table, Daenerys looks on longingly at the group, jealous of how much everyone admires John. Uh, Tormund uh, says, "All of it, go on." As Tormund pushes a horn of ale towards John, John says, "No, not in one go." And Sansa eggs him on, says, "Go on, I believe in you." And Tormund says, "We have to celebrate our victory." And John points out, "Vomiting is not celebrating." Uh, but Tormund, uh, with a serious face, says, "Yes, it is." Uh, this causes the room to erupt in laughter. Uh, Tormund then raises his horn in a toast. Tormund says, ah, to the Dragon Queen. The room raises their glasses and cheers. Uh, but not to be outdone, Daenerys stands up to toast as well. Uh, Daenerys says, to Arya Stark, the hero of Winterfell. Uh, everyone stands and cheers even louder. Tormund uh, then gets sloppy, uh, pours out his horn into his face faster than he can drink causing most of it to spill down his beard and onto his chest. Uh, this causes everyone to laugh. Uh, John then turns to Daenerys, uh, and they lock eyes, sharing a Joy Gladstone, how you doing, uh, stare for a good 10 <laughs> seconds. That's uh, Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's whoa, 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 whoa. That's not? That's Joy Gladstone has <laughs> cut it out. Oh, shit. Who, who am I thinking of? You're thinking of Joey Tribbiani. Joey Tribbiani. Tribbiani. There you go. I'm uh, just picturing. <laughs> I'm just picturing Joey Gladstone. How are you doing? Hitting on girls. <laughs> doing Bullwinkle voice. Holy Isn't shit! Isn't it ironic? <laughs> <clears throat> um. Yeah. So they stare uh, fuck daggers at each other for a good ten seconds. Uh, Sansa sees. And does not approve of such fuckery, so she gets up and walks away. Out in the crowd, it's Tyrion, Jamie, Brienne, and Podrick sharing a table. They are in the middle of a drinking game, and Brienne has a super excited look on her face, like she's finally been invited to the cool, cool kids' table and can't contain herself. Tyrion, your turn. Jamie turns her gaze to Brienne. Jamie, um. You are an only child. Brienne says, I told you I was. Jamie says, you didn't. And Brienne says, I did. Jamie says, I surmised it. And Tyrion says, drink. And Brianna starts to drink. He says, go again. Brienne, uh, why does he get to go again? Tyrion says, because it's my game. Jamie, you have danced with Renly Baratheon. Brienne gives Jamie an incur... Uh, incredulous look. She turned to Podrick who gives her a slight shrug. And Tyrion says, drink! So they're just getting drunk. Uh, back across the room, Jon, Tormund, and Davos are surrounded by wildlings with Daenerys just down the table. Uh, Tormund is slurring his words. He says, I saw him riding that thing. And Davos says, yeah, we all did. And Tormund says, no, no. I saw him riding that thing. And Davos says, that's right, you did. Uh, Tormund says, I did. 
That's why we all agreed to follow him. That's the kind of man he is. Uh, Daenerys stares at the interaction, a worried look back on her face. Uh, Tormund says, he's little, the group laughs, but he's strong. Strong enough to befriend an enemy and get murdered for it. Most people get bloody murdered. They stay that way. Not this one. Uh, the group laughs again. John says, yeah, I didn't have much say in that. Uh, Tormund says, ah, he comes back and keeps fighting. Here, north of the wall, and then back here again. He keeps fighting. He keeps fighting. He climbed on a fucking dragon and fought. What kind of person climbs on a fucking dragon? A madman or a king. Uh, Daenerys continues her mopey face until Jon turns to her, at which point she puts on her best uh, fake smile and raises her, her goblet to him. Uh, Jon turns back to the men to continue their celebration. The camera stays on Daenerys' face, uh, her smile fading back into a look of consternation. The camera turns and changes focus to Varys, uh, I got lost, who is sitting behind her uh, and has been watching the whole interaction. Uh, Daenerys then looks to Tyrion, Jamie, and Brienne, then back to Jon, Tormund, and Davos, each group laughing and having a merry time, while Daenerys is sitting there by herself until she has had, until she has had enough and gets up to leave. Uh, Varys stands up to let her pass. We then go back to Brienne, Jamie, Tyrion, and Podrick. Brienne goes, wrong, 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 drink. They all start laughing uncontrollably, and Tyrion drinks. Brienne, you were married before Sansa. Uh, it's Tyrion's turn to give the incredulous look to his brother, who just stares back and tells him to drink. Brienne says, you're drinking wine, but you prefer ale. And Tyrion says, no. And the table laughs. Brienne takes a drink. Tyrion stares intently at Brienne. He says, you're a virgin. And Brienne's face drops. Podrick, you see, shyly takes a sip from his cup. The smile on Jamie's face slowly fades. Jamie, that's a statement about the present. Tyrion says, at no point in the past, up until this very moment, have you slept with a man or a woman. Yeah, that's when Brienne stands up. Brienne says, I have to piss. Before she can leave, Tormund walks up. Tormund says, um, I, I think that I would have reacted the same way if somebody had called out my, my virginity when I was like, <laughs> when I was like 15 years old. Like, um, I gotta take a leak. <laughs> Later, bros. I gotta go uh, play with my bishop real quick. <laughs> um, Tormund, we did it. We faced those icy fucks. Looked right into their blue eyes, and here we are. Now, which one of you cowards shit in your pants? Tormund no, no. Which one of you cowards shit in my pants? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yep, that's right. Shit in my pants. Tormund laughs as the rest of the table just awkwardly stares back. Brienne says, please pardon me for a moment. Brienne walks off and Tormund starts to follow her, but Jamie stands up to stop him. They look at each other for a moment. Jamie then pats Tormund on his chest and turns to follow Brienne. You can see the heartbreak in Tormund's face as Jamie follows Brienne. He looks down to see Tyrion pour the wine in his goblet uh, into, into Tormund's horn. Tyrion walks off first. 
then Tormund. Left alone, Podrick turns in his seat to see a pretty young girl staring back at him. Uh, next we see a close-up of Tormund's face. Uh, his eyes are red, tears streaking down his face. Uh, Tormund says, And after all that, this fucker comes north and takes her from me. Just takes her, like that. Uh, the camera pulls out and we see Tormund is pouring his heart out uh, to the hound, who could not care less. <laughs> Tormund goes on, I mean it, Clegane. My heart is broken. The hound says, don't touch me. Uh, a serving girl behind them speaks up. Uh, Sansa uh, watches the interaction from across the room. Uh, the first girl, her, her name is Willa. Uh, she says, you can touch me. I'm not afraid of wildlings. And Tormund says, maybe you should be. Uh, he chuckles as he stands up to put his arm around Willa. Uh, Tormund says, well, Clegane, it's time to drown our sorrows. Uh, the hound says, I'm not done with my drink. Uh, Tormund walks away with Willa. Uh, a second girl sits down next to the hound as he uh, downs his cup. Uh, the girl asks, are you ready now? And the hound says, this is my drink. Uh, the Hound continues to ignore the girl when the girl turns to see Sansa staring back at them. Uh, the girl leans in close to the Hound, putting her arm on his arm. The Hound then turns to put his face in hers and growls, screaming, All right! Uh, she finally gets the hint and runs off. Uh, Sansa walks over to sit across from the Hound. Sansa says, She could have made you happy for a little while. Uh, the Hound says, there's only one thing that'll make me happy. And Sansa asks, <clears throat> what's that? And the Hound says, that's my fucking business. Uh, Sansa just sits there staring back at him. The Hound says, used to be you couldn't look at me. And Sansa says, that was a long time ago. I've seen much worse than you since then. And the Hound says, yes, I've heard. Heard you were broken in. Heard you were broken in rough. And Sansa says, and he got what he deserved. I gave it to him. And the, the hound asks how. And Sansa says, hounds. Uh, this causes the hound to laugh. Uh, the hound says, you've changed, little bird. None of it would have happened if you'd left King's Landing with me. No Littlefinger, no Ramsay. None of it. Uh, Sansa reaches out to put her hand on the hounds. Sansa says, without Littlefinger and Ramsay and the rest, I would have stayed a little bird all my life. Uh, she stands up and walks away. So we go outside and in, into the courtyard. Gantry walks by a group of soldiers, um, and they're getting rowdy with each other, like roughhousing, making out. Um, he walks into a courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the notes. <laughs> I'm sure it is, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> roughhousing and making out. Let's, let's get rowdy. <laughs> So he walks into a corridor and is stopped in his tracks by an arrow that strikes a barrel just inches away from his face. He turns to see Arya holding her bow. Gendry says, don't shoot. And he walks up behind her as she knocks another arrow. Um, it's nighttime. It's freezing. And everyone's celebrating. You should be celebrating with them. And Arya says, I am celebrating. Gendry. Yeah, I am too. I'm not Gendry River, Rivers anymore. I'm Gendry Baratheon, Lord of Storm's End, by order of the Queen. Arya says, congratulations. And at this point, Gendry can't help himself anymore, and he gives Arya a kiss. 
Gendry says, I don't know how to be a lord of anything. I hardly know how to use a fork. All I know is that you're beautiful and I love you and none of it will be worth anything if you're not with me. So be with me. And he gets on one knee in front of her. Be my wife. Be the lady of Storm's End. Arius, she is stunned. She gets down on uh, his level and they kiss again. They both stand. Arya says, You'll be a wonderful lord, and any lady would be lucky to have you. But I am a I am not a lady. I never have been. That's not me. She turns, picks up her bow, and fires another arrow. Uh, we go to Brienne's room. Uh, she puts another log on the fire when someone knocks on the door. Uh, she opens it up. Jamie is standing there. Uh, Jamie says, you didn't drink. Uh, Jamie walks into the room holding a flagon of wine. And Brienne's like, I didn't drink. And Jamie uh, clarifies, in the game. And Brienne says, I drank. And Jamie says, in the game, uh, this is Dornish. So he pours wine uh, into their cups. Brienne says, this is not, a, uh, this is not the game. This is only drinking. Uh, Jamie hands her a cup. And Jamie says, suit yourself. <clears throat> Brienne takes a drink, and Jamie kind of turns to look at the fire and says, man, you keep it warm enough in here, uh, and Jamie walks past her to take off his coat. Uh, Brienne says, it's the first thing I learned when I came to the north. Uh, keep your fire going. Every time you leave the room, put more wood on. And uh, Jamie says, that's why I'm here. <laughs> um no, he says, uh, that's very, that's very uh, diligent, very responsible. And uh, Brienne says, piss off. Uh, Jamie says, you know, the first thing I learned in the North, I hate the fucking North. And Brienne says, it grows on you. Uh, Jamie says, I don't want things growing on me. How about, how about Tormund Giantsbane? Has he grown on you? Uh, he was very sad when you left. And Brienne says, you sound quite jealous. And Jamie says, I do, don't I? Man, it's bloody hot in here. Uh, so Jamie starts to untie his shirt, uh, but is struggling because he only has one hand. Uh, Brienne watches him struggle and then decides to step in. Uh, Brienne says, oh, move aside. As she starts to untie Jamie's shirt, he reaches across and starts to uh, untie hers. And Brienne is caught off guard and says, what are you doing? And Jamie says, I'm taking off your shirt. Uh, they stare at each other for a moment, then she pushes his hand away and starts to untie her shirt herself. Uh, she helps Jamie lift off his lift his shirt off over his head uh, and then takes hers off. And Jamie, this is funny, he says, I've never slept with a knight before. <laughs> uh, Brienne says, I've never slept with anyone before. Uh, and Jamie says, uh, then you have to drink. Those are the rules. And Brienne says... I told you, but before she can finish, Jamie rushes in for a passionate kiss. So now we're in. John, John is in his room by himself, holding his head in his hands. Daenerys walks in. Daenerys says, "Are you drunk?" John says, "No," and then chuckles, "Only a little." I didn't know Sir Jorah well, but I know this: if he could have chosen a way to die, it would have been protecting you. Daenerys says, he loved me, and I couldn't love him back. 
Not the way he wanted. Not the way I love you. John pulls her to him. Is that all right? They kiss. Then they start to fumble at each other's clothes. But John suddenly pulls back and turns to walk away. Dana says, I wish you'd never told me. If I didn't know, I'd be happy right now. I tried to forget. Tonight, I did for a while. And when I saw them gathering around you, I saw the way they looked at you. I know that look. So many people have looked at me that way, but never here. Never on this side of the sea. John says, I told you I don't want it. Daenerys, it doesn't matter what you want. You didn't want to be king in the north. What happened uh, when they demanded you press your claim? Sorry. What happens when they demand you press your claim and take what is and what and take what is mine? John, I'll refuse. You are my queen. I don't know what else I can say. Daenerys says, you can say nothing, and she stabs him in the heart. What? <laughs> she says, you can say nothing to anyone ever. Never tell them who you really are. Swear your brother and Samuel Tarly to secrecy and tell no one else, or it will take on a life of its own, and you won't be able to control it or what it does to people. No matter how many times you bend the knee, no matter what you swear, Daenerys grabs John's hand. I want it to be the way it, it was between us. John, I have to tell Sansa and Arya. Daenerys, Sansa will want to see me gone and you on the Iron Throne. John says, she won't. Daenerys, she's not the girl you grew up with. Not after what she's seen. Not after what they've done to her. John says, I owe them the truth. Daenerys, even if the... Even if the truth destroys us, John says, it won't. And Daenerys, it will. Gosh, you're not listening. <laughs> I've never begged for anything, and I'm begging you. Don't do this, please. And John, you are my queen. God damn it. <laughs> and they are my family. We can live together. And that's when Daenerys' face goes cold. The hope in her eyes, gone in a flash. Daenerys, we can. I've just told you how. She turns and walks out of the room. Uh, next, we go to a shot of Brienne laying asleep in bed. Uh, Jamie lying awake next to her, staring at her. Uh, he then turns his head to stare up at the ceiling and furrows his brow. Now... We go to the council room. The large map of Winterfell rolled out on the table. All the soldiers' markers still surrounding the castle. Grey Worm says, Half are gone. He grabbed half of the unsullied markers off the map. John, the northernmen as well. John takes half of the northernmen markers off the map. Then Jan Royce takes half the markers of the Knights of the Vale away. Finally, the surviving Dothraki leader walks up to take half of the soldiers of their soldier markers. Varus says, and the Golden Company has arrived in King's Landing, courtesy of the Greyjoy fleet. The balance has grown distressingly even. Uh, Missande, when the people find out what we have done for them, that we save them, Daenerys says, Cersei will make sure they don't believe it. We will hit her hard, we will rip her out, root and stem. Tyrion. The objective here is to remove Cersei without destroying King's Landing. 
Varus. Thankfully, she's losing allies by the day. Yara Greyjoy has retaken the Iron Islands in her queen's name. The new Prince of Dorne pledges his, elite, his support. Daenerys says, no matter how many lords turn against her, as long as she sits on the Iron Throne, she can call herself Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. We need the capital. Tyrion. I watched the people of King's Landing rebel against her, re rebel against their king when they were hungry, and that was before winter began. Given them the opportunity, they will cast Cersei aside. John, we'll surround the city. If the Iron Fleet tries to ferry in more food, the dragons will destroy them. If the Lannister and the Golden Company attack, we'll defeat them in the field. Tyrion, once the people see that Cersei is our only enemy, her reign is over. Daenerys says, All right. Sansa, <laughs> the men we have left are exhausted. Many of them are wounded. They'll fight better if they have time to rest and recuperate. Daenerys, how long do you suggest? Sansa says, I can't say for certain, not without talking to the officers. Daenerys, I came north to fight along you at great cost of my army and myself. Now that the time has come to uh, reciprocate, you want to postpone. Sansa says, it's not just our people, it's yours. We want to throw the... Uh, you want to throw them into a war they, they're not ready to fight? And Daenerys says, The longer I leave my enemies alone, the stronger they become. Jon stares directly at Sansa. Jon says, The northern forces will honor their promise and their allegiance to the Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Jon turns back to Daenerys. What you command, we will obey. At this point, Tyrion talks. So, if all are in agreement... John and Sir Davos will ride down the King's Road with the northern troops and the bulk of the remaining Dothraki and Unsullied. A smaller group of us will ride to White Harbor and sail from there to Dragonstone with our queen and her dragons accompanying us from above. Sir Jamie has uh, chosen to remain here as a guest of the Lady of Winterfell. Daenerys, we have won the Great War. Now we will win the last war. In all the Seven Kingdoms, uh, men will live without fear and cruelty under their rightful queen. Daenerys and the others walk out, leaving just the Starks. Jon turns to leave, but Arya steps in front of him. Arya says, we need a word. Uh, <clears throat> next we go to the Godswood. Uh, Jon says, you understand we'd all be dead if not for her. We'd be corpses marching down to King's Landing. Sansa says, Arya's the one that killed the Night King. And Jon says, her men gave their lives defending Winterfell. Uh, Sansa says, and we will never forget them. That doesn't mean that I want to kneel to someone who, and Jon cuts her off and says, I swore myself and the North to her cause. And Arya says, I respect that. And Sansa incredulous says, you respect it? Arya says, we needed her. We needed her army, her dragons. You did the right thing, and we're doing the right thing, telling you we don't trust your queen. And John says, you don't know her yet. And Arya says, I'll never know her. She's not one of us. And John says, if you only trust the people you grew up with, you won't make many allies. And Arya says, that's all right. I don't need many allies. And John flustered, says, Arya. But Arya continues and says, we're family, the four of us, the last of the Starks. And John says, 
I've never been a Stark. Uh, Sansa tries to correct him and says, you are. You're just as much Ned Stark's child as any of us. You're my brother, not my half-brother or my bastard brother, my brother. Uh, John stares at his sisters. He wants to tell them, but can't, uh, can't quite find the words. Uh, Bran speaks up and says, it's your choice. Uh, and then John... Nah, do it right. <laughs> it's your, you do it. It's your choice. <laughs> uh, John, uh, getting encouragement from his uh, weirdo brother, uh, says, <laughs> I need to tell you something, but you have to swear you'll never tell another soul. Arya says, what is it? John says, you have to swear it before I tell you. And Sansa says, how can I promise to keep a secret if I don't even know what it is? And John says, because we're family, swear it. Uh, Arya says, I swear it. Sansa says, I swear it. Uh, John then turns to Bran and says, tell them. Uh, the girls turn to look at Bran. So it's nighttime and we go to Jamie in his room with Tyrion. Tyrion. So she's going to stay here with, with you. Jamie says, she's sworn to protect the Stark girls, so say something snide. Tyrion, I'm happy. I'm happy you're happy. I'm happy that you'll finally have to climb for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie laughs. Do you know how long I've waited to tell tall person jokes? To climb mountains. They click their, uh, they clink their cups together. Jamie, to climbing mountains. Tyrion. What's she like down there? <laughs> Jamie, what? That's not your concern. Tyrion, I haven't been with a woman for years. Give me a morsel. Jamie says, you're a dog. Tyrion, I am the imp, and I demand to know. The brothers are interrupted when Bronn walks up holding his crossbow. Bronn, I knew you two, uh, I knew you were fucking her. A pair of tall blonde toffs must be like looking in the mirror. <laughs> Tyrion. Sobran of the Blackwater. Where's your drink? What are you... What are you doing up north? Jamie. What are you doing with that? Bron. Oh, this? This is for you. For both of you. Tyrion. You're supposed to be south. The boys um, are a pair of gold... Bron says, You boys are a pair of gold-plated cunts. Do you know that? Tyrion. That's a bit rude. Bronn. Year after year, I've shoveled Lannister shit. And what do I have to show? Tyrion. You're a knight, thanks to me. Bronn. Thanks to me. And that title, a title's worth as much as a blonde hair from your brother's ball sack. Tyrion. <laughs> Jesus. resides where men believe. Bronn. Shut your mouth. Tyrion. I'm just trying. Bronn. I've never hit a dwarf before, but say another word and I will belt you. Tyrion, I see, I don't believe you would do that after all. Bronn steps up and punches Tyrion right in the nose. Jamie steps up to defeat the bro uh, to defend his brother, but Bronn pulls the crossbow and points it at Jamie. Bronn says, you couldn't do it on your best day, you one-handed fuck, and your best days are long gone. <laughs> Tyrion, you broke my nose. Bronn, I did not break your nose. Tyrion, how do you know? Bronn says, because I've been breaking noses since I was your size. And I know what that sounds like. <laughs> since I was your size? <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Your sister offered me River Run. Nice big castle, good land, plenty of peasants who do what they're told. 
Jamie. And you trust Cersei? Ron says, I know your sister was dead the second I saw those dragons. Now, your army may be torn to shit, but I'll still bet on those drag I'll still bet on your dragon queen to win. And if just so and it just so happens I'm a betting man. If Cersei's dead, she can't pay up. Of course the odds against the odds change if the Dragon Queen hands uh, hands turn up dead. Maybe a few of her top generals get picked off one by one all of a sudden. Tyrion says, May I speak? Bronn says, Why not? Only death will shut you up. Tyrion, we made a deal long ago, do you remember? Bronn says, If anyone offered me money to kill you, you'd pay me double. What's double River Run? That's when Tyrion says, High Garden. You, uh, you could be Lord of the Reach. Jamie, High Garden, are you mad? Tyrion, it's better than being dead. Jamie, he's not going to kill us. He wouldn't be talking to us if Bronn fires a bolt and uh, and hits one foot to the right of Jamie's head and quickly reloads it. Bronn, the way I see it, I only need one of the Lannister brothers alive. Jamie. Highgarden will never belong to a cutthroat. Bronn says, no? Who were your ancestors? The ones who made your family rich. Fancy lads in silk? They were fucking cutthroats. That's how all the great houses started, isn't it? With a hard bastard who, who was good at killing people. Kill a few hundred people, they make you a lord. Kill a few thousand, they make you a king. And then all, you cock, then all your cock-sucking grandsons can ruin the family with their cock-sucking ways. Highgarden, give me your word. Tyrion, you have my word. None of this means a thing until we take King's Landing. We ride south in the morning. We could use an officer with knowledge of the city's defenses. Bronn says, oh no. No, my fighting days are done. But I still got a few killing days left. You hear me? I'll come find you when the war is done. Till then, don't die. Bronn walks out of the room. Uh, in the morning, uh, the Hound is riding away from the castle on his horse. Uh, Arya rides up to him. Uh, the Hound says, for fuck's sake. And the uh, Arya says, on your own? And the Hound says, not anymore. I don't like crowds. And Arya says, me neither. And the Hound asks, uh, why not? They all love you now. You're the big hero. And Arya says, don't like heroes. Uh, the Hound says, it must have felt good sticking a knife in that horned fucker. Arya says, felt better than dying. You're heading to King's Landing? The Hound says, I have some unfinished business. And Arya says, me too. Uh, the Hound says, I don't plan on coming back. And Arya says, neither do I. Uh, the Hound says, gonna leave me to die if I, uh, gonna leave me to die again if I get hurt? Arya says, probably. Uh, which causes causes the hound to chuckle. Uh, we go to Daenerys walking up to her dragons. She approaches Rhaegal, who sniffs her hand, then walks past to fly. <clears throat> he stumbles a bit at his first uh, pass, quickly steadying himself. Uh, seeing that her dragon is okay to fly brings a smile to her face. She turns to Drogon. Sansa is watching the dragon from the walls of Winterfell. And Tyrion approaches her. Tyrion, my lady, Sansa doesn't respond. Tyrion, my lord, is the standard response. Sansa says, why her? Tyrion, you know she loves your brother. Sansa says, 
That doesn't mean she'll be a good queen. Tyrion, you seem determined to dislike her. A good relationship between the Iron Throne and the North has been the core of every peaceful, prosperous reign we've ever seen. Sansa, John will be Warden of the North, so a good relationship seems likely. Ah, uh, Tyrion, I don't expect him to spend much time here going forward. Sansa, well, I suppose that's up to him. Tyrion, Sansa, look at me. With John in the capital, you'll be the true power in the North. I'd feel much better about the future if I left here today believing that you and Daenerys were allies. Sansa, what are you worried about? John's taking our army with him. Our queen still has her dragons. Tyrion, she's your queen too. You don't have to be her friend, but why provoke her? How is that in the best interest of your family or the North? Or, Sansa says, you're afraid of her. Tyrion says, Every good ruler needs to inspire a bit of fear. Sansa, I don't want John to go down there. The men in my family don't do well in the capital. Tyrion, no, but as my as your brother once told me, he's not a Stark. Sansa hears this and turns her head uh, away. Tyrion, are you all right? Her people love her. You've seen that. You've seen how they fight for her. She wants to make this world a better place. I believe in her. Tyrion turns to leave, but Sansa stops him. Sansa says, Tyrion, what if there was someone else, someone better? Uh, we go to the courtyard. Davos and Jon are loading their horses uh, for the ride south. Tormund approaches them. Tormund says, you're not going to ride the dragon south? And Jon says, just a horse. Rhaegal needs to heal. He doesn't need me weighing him down. Uh, Tormund says, uh, you weigh as much as two fleas fucking. I'm taking the free folk home. We've had enough of the South. The women down here don't like me. Uh, John says, uh, this is the North, you know, and the free folk are welcome to stay. Uh, Tormund says, it's not home. We need, to, we need room to wander. I'll take them back through Castle Black as soon as the winter storms pass, back where we belong. John turns to look at Ghost. Um, John says, it's where he belongs, too. A dire wolf has no place in the south. Will you take him with you? He'll be happier up there. And Tormund says, uh, so would you. Uh, John says, I wish I was going with you. This is for uh, farewell, then. And Tormund says, you never know. Uh, they embrace. Uh, Tormund continues, you've got the north in you, the real north. Uh, Tormund walks away. Uh, and then Sam and Gilly walk up. John gives Gilly a hug and notices a bump on her belly. He looks at her, then turns to Sam, who is grinning like an idiot, and nods his head at John. He's such a stupid. <laughs> uh, Sam says, "Yes, well, the nights have been getting longer, and there wasn't that much to do in Old Town. There's only so many books a person can read." So we, uh, Gilly, interrupts and says, "I'm sure he knows how it happened, Sam." If it's a boy, we want to name him John. Uh, John is taken aback uh, and replies, I hope it's a girl. Uh, Sam's chin starts to quiver uh, as John gives him a hug. Uh, John starts to cry as well. Sam says, you're the best friend I ever had. And John says, you too, Sam. Uh, John turns to walk to his horse um, when Ghost whines. John just stops to give him a look 
then walks to get on uh, his horse. He and Davos start their ride south. Uh, we go to Daenerys' fleet sailing south. It's Grey Worm and Missandei um, on the ship. Missandei gives Grey Worm a smile, but Grey Worm just stares out to the sea. She then grabs uh, his hand with hers. He looks down, then back at her, and finally gives her a smile. Down in the hold of one of the ships, it's Tyrion. Um, he's discussing what he has learned with Varys. So Tyrion, think of the past years, the war, the murder, the misery, all of it, because Robert, because Robert Baratheon loved someone who didn't love him back. Varys says, how many others know? Tyrion says, including us, eight. Varys, well then, it's not a secret anymore, it's information. It's a handful of people who know. Hundreds will know soon. Then what happens? Tyrion. She loses the north. She loses the veil. Sansa will make sure of that. Varys. No, it's worse than that. She has the better... He has the better claim to the throne. Tyrion. He doesn't want the throne. Varys. I'm not sure it matters what he wants. The fact is, people are drawn to him. Wildlings, northmen... He's a war hero, Tyrion. He loves our queen, and she loves him. If we marry them, they could rule together. And Varys says, she's his aunt. Varys, that never stopped a Targaryen before. Varys says, no, but Jon grew up in Winterfell. He's marrying, is marrying your aunt common in the north? You know our queen better than I do. Do you think she wants to share the throne? She does not like to have her authority questioned. Tyrion, something, um, something she has in common with every monarch who ever lived. Varys, I wonder about her state of mind. Tyrion, we are advisors to the queen. Worrying about her state of mind is our job. We still have to take King's Landing. Maybe Cersei will win and kill us all. That would solve all our problems. <clears throat> so outside... Uh, the ships begin to drop anchor and raise their sails. Uh, both dragons fly over the ships as they reach Dragonstone. Uh, Daenerys watches from Drogon's back as Rhaegal uh, flies next to them. Uh, just then, uh, a large spear flies up and lands in Rhaegal's chest. Uh, he begins to scream. Uh, then another hits his left wing. Then the third hits him in the neck. Uh, as he starts to fall, he can no longer scream. Instead, it is more of a gargle as blood spews out of his mouth. Whoa. Tyrion and Varys get on deck just before uh, Rhaegal's dead body hits the water. Uh, back up in the air, Daenerys uh, barely dodges another spear. Uh, she looks down to see a handful of Euron ships round the corner. Uh, each has a platform uh, on the front with a scorpion mounted on it. Uh, remember, that's a big uh, crossbow that... Uh, I don't know if Kyburn made it, but he discovered it. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure he made it, yeah. Did he? Okay. Um, Euron, uh, on his main... Uh, his headship is manning uh, his scorpion. <laughs> that sounds kind of kinky. Um <laughs> Daenerys uh, is obviously enraged uh, and has uh, Drogon dive towards Euron's ships. Uh, Daenerys begins to scream uh, as she gets close. 
Um, all of your own ships fire, uh, and Daenerys is forced to change course and fly away to safety. Uh, Euron directs his weapons to aim at Daenerys's fleet. Um, Grey Worm tells uh, Missandei to get to the skiff. Uh, Euron's ships fire, and the spears hit Daenerys's ships. Uh, as the ship Tyrion is on uh, starts getting blown to pieces, uh, he decides to take his chances in the water. Uh, we see the mast of the ship he was just on fall on top of him, and uh, the camera goes dark. Um, so, did she have no opportunity to Dracaris them there? Or was uh, she just think... so, she was so worked up that she just screamed instead? No, so she was going towards them, but then she saw all the scorpions, and it forced her to turn. Yeah, okay. there was like a, a dozen ships. She was uh, dive bombing, and she probably could have gotten close to, uh, you know, take out Euron. But I think she would have uh, sacrificed herself and Drogon, her her last remaining dragon. Mm, okay. Um, next, we go to the shore of Dragonstone. Uh, the survivors of the battle are dragging themselves onto land. Uh, we see Varys uh, and Tyrion both made it, uh, along with Grey Worm. Uh, Grey Worm is looking around frantically and screams out, Missandei! Missandei! Uh, he looks around and doesn't see her on land, so he turns back to the water. Uh, he screams her name one more time before diving back in. So we're in King's Landing. Cersei is looking down from her tower at people flooding into the city. Cersei says, Our message was well received then. Kyburn, your people have heard the usurper is coming. They are grateful for your protection within the walls of the Red Keep. Cersei, you're certain about the dragon? Euron, I saw it sink beneath the waves. Cersei, that must have been glorious. Euron, the glory is yours, my queen. Cersei, when the war is won, the lion shall rule the land, the kraken shall rule the sea, and our child shall one day rule them all. Euron is surprised. He looks from Cersei to Kyburn, who gives him a nod of confirmation. Euron, she's coming for you? Oh, she's coming for you. <laughs> she is coming for you. I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> who put this question mark here? Uh, Cersei. Of course she is. Keep the gates open. If she wants to take the castle, she'll have to murder thousands of innocent people first. Cersei turns away from the window and walks into the other room. Cersei says, so much for the breaker of chains. Uh, we see Cersei, uh, we see Cersei um, and she. you see Basande as her prisoner. Uh, back in Dragonstone, uh, Daenerys and her, and her advisors are standing in the badass map room. Uh, Grey Worm says, We will storm the city, my queen. We will kill your enemies, all of them. And Varys says, Your grace, I promised you I would look you in the eye and speak directly if I ever thought you were making a mistake. This is a mistake. And Daenerys says, You saw my child fall from the sky. They took Missandei. And Varys says, Cersei needs to be destroyed, but if we attack King's Landing with Drogon and the Unsullied and the Dothraki, tens of thousands of innocents will die. 
that that is why Cersei is bringing them into the Red Keep. Uh, these are the people you came here to protect. I beg you, your grace, do not destroy the city you came to save. Do not become what you have always struggled to defeat. Daenerys says, Do you believe we're here for a reason, Lord Varys? I'm here to free the world from tyrants. That is my destiny, and I will serve it, no matter the cost. Tyrion says, It could be a fortnight before Jon and the Allied armies make it to King's Landing. In the meantime, demand Cersei surrender. Offer her, offer her her life in exchange for the throne. If there's a chance to avoid the coming slaughter, we should make the effort. Uh, Daenerys says, speaking to Cersei will not prevent a slaughter, but perhaps it's good the people see that Daenerys Stormborn made every effort to avoid bloodshed, and Cersei Lannister refused. They should know whom to blame when the sky falls down upon them. Um, we go to the throne room uh, at Dragonstone, and Tyrion and Varys are alone. Varys says, I've served tyrants most of my life. They all talk about destiny. Tyrion, she's a girl who walked into a fire with three stones and walked out with three dragons. How could she not believe in destiny? Varys says, perhaps that's the problem. Her life has convinced her that she was sent here to save us all. Tyrion, and how do you know she wasn't? Varys, then there's the problem with Jon Snow. Perhaps he's actually a solution. You know them both. Tell me, who do you think would make a better ruler? Tyrion, he doesn't want the throne. That's why he bent the knee. Varys, have you considered the best ruler might be someone who doesn't want to rule? Tyrion, we are discussing treason. Varys says, don't pretend you haven't thought about it. Tyrion, of course I've thought about it. Thoughts aren't treason. Varys, he's tempered and measured. He's a man which makes him more uh, appealing to the lords of Westeros, whose support we are going to need. Tyrion. Joffrey was a man. I don't think a, a cock is a true qualification, as I'm sure you'd agree. Varys. And he's the heir to the throne. Yes, because he's a man. Cocks are important, I'm afraid. <laughs> Tyrion. What about my earlier proposal? They could rule together as king, king and queen. Varys. She's too strong for him. She'd bend him to his will, to her will, as uh, she's already has. Tyrion, he could temper her worst impulses. Vars, as you have, you're drinking quite a lot. A Targaryen father and a Stark mother. Jon's the one man alive who might actually be able to keep the North and in the Seven Kingdoms. Tyrion, how many kings and queens have you served? Five, six, I've lost count. Vars. You've always known my reasons. Tyrion, at a certain point, you choose a person you believe in, and you fight for that person. Varys, even if you know it's a mistake? Tyrion, I believe in our queen. She's make, uh, she'll make the right choice with the help of her loyal advisors. Varys, you know where my loyalty stands. You know I will never betray the realm. Tyrion, what is the realm? A vast continent, home of millions of people, most of whom don't care who sits on the Iron Throne? Varys, millions of people, many of whom will die if the wrong person sits on the throne. We don't know their name, but they're just as real as you and I. They deserve to live. They deserve food for their children. 
I will act in their interest, no matter the personal costs. Tyrion. So what happens to her? Varys yeah. uh, just stares back at Tyrion. Tyrion says, please, don't. And Varys says, I've spoken as honestly as I can. Each of us has a choice to make. I pray we choose wisely. And Varys turns to leave. Uh, back at Winterfell, uh, men are working on cleaning up the courtyard. Uh, Jamie walks out. Uh, he sees Brienne talking with Sansa, and he approaches. Uh, Jamie asks, what happened? Uh, Brienne looks to Sansa, who gives a nod of approval. Uh, Brienne says, Euron Greyjoy ambushed Queen Daenerys and her fleet. One of the dragons was killed. Several ships destroyed. Uh, Missandei captured. Uh, Sansa says, I always wanted to be there when they executed your sister. Seems like I won't get the chance. Uh, and Sansa walks away. Uh, later that night, uh, back in Brienne's room, uh, Jamie sits awake in contemplation as Brienne is asleep. Uh, Brienne hears something uh, that wakes her. Uh, she sees Jamie is no longer there. Uh, outside, uh, Jamie is readying his horse as Brienne walks out. Uh, Jamie says, uh, Have you ever run away from a fight? And Brienne says, uh, You're not like your sister. You're not. You're better than she is. You're a good man and you can't save her. You don't need to die with her. Stay here. Stay with me. Uh, Brienne's voice begins to break as she starts to cry. Uh, please stay. Uh, Jamie turns to her and says, You think I'm a good man? I pushed a boy out a tower window, crippled him for life, for Cersei. I strangled my cousin with my own hands just to get back to Cersei. I would have murdered every man, woman and child in River Run for Cersei. She's hateful and so am I. Uh, Jamie turns to mount his horse as Brienne sobs hard. Uh, Jamie rides off to Cersei, leaving Brienne standing there crying. I did not see that coming. Um, so we're at King's Landing again. A small group of Unsullied are lined up outside the walls of King's Landing. Daenerys and her advisors at their head. Up on the wall of the city is Cersei looking down. With her is Euron, the mountain, their prisoner of a Sunday. Along the wall um, are more platforms mounted with scorpions. Archers also line the top of the wall. Um, the gate of the city opens and Kyburn walks out. Tyrion walks to meet Kyburn halfway. Kyburn, my lord. Tyrion, Queen Daenerys demands Cersei's unconditional surrender and the immediate release of Missandei of Noth. Kyburn, Queen Cersei demands Daenerys's uncontrollable surrender. If she refuses, Missandei of Noth will die here and now. Tyrion, Kyburn, you're a rational man. Kyburn, or so I flatter myself, my lord. Tyrion. We have a chance here, perhaps our last chance to avoid carnage. Kyburn says yes. Tyrion, help me. I don't want to see the city burn. I don't want to hear the screams of children burning alive. Kyburn, no, it is not a pleasant sound. Tyrion, I, I don't want to hear it. Help me save this city. Kyburn says, my lord, I am only a mouthpiece for our queen. Tyrion says, your queen? 
Tyron says, Cersei is queen of the Seven Kingdoms. You are her subject. Tyrion, her reign is over. You understand this. Help her understand it. Kyburn says, we understand nothing of the sort. Your queen's last dragon is vulnerable. Your armies are battle-weary and depleted, while ours have been reinforced with a golden company. Tyrion has had enough and walks past Kyburn towards his sister. On top of the wall, the archers ready themselves, draw their arrows, aiming them down at Tyrion as he approaches. Tyrion gets close enough so that he can communicate with her and stops. Cersei looks down, raises her hand, and uh, as her uh, as the archers stand down. Tyrion, I know you don't care about your people. Why should you? If they hate you, you hate them. But you're not a monster. I know this. I know this because I've seen it. You've always loved your children more than yourself, more than Jamie, more than anything. I beg you. If not for yourself, then for your children. Your reign is over, but that doesn't mean your life has to end. It doesn't mean your baby has to die. Cersei got a little emotional hearing her brother speak, but she gathered herself, reforged her resolve, and walked over to Masande. Both Daenerys and Grey Worm see this and walk forward. Cersei says, If you have any last words, now is the time. Cersei steps back. The camera zooms in on Masande's face, who is at first looking down, then looks up towards Grey Worm and her queen. Masande says, Dracarys, and explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it ends. <laughs> That'd be awesome, that one. Um, she says, Dracarys. As Daenerys and Grey Worm stand there, helpless to do anything but watch, Cersei turns to look at the mountain. He steps up, pulls out his sword, and cuts off Masande's head. Her head and body fall off the top of the wall to the ground below. Wow. Grey Worm turns away, rage and grief on his face. Tyrion turns his attempt um, turns his attempt at peace failed. Then we see the camera on Daenerys' face. First going from shock to rage and finally setting, settling on resolve. She turns to walk back to Drogon. Tyrion sees her walk away and turns back to Cersei, who only stares down at her brother, giving her, him her best, give it your best shot look. We end on one last look at a pissed off Dragon Queen. And that's it. And scene. Hmm. Wow. A lot. Um, a lot going on there. Okay. So, yes, there was a lot. There, there was a lot going on, but um, it also kind of feels like a throwaway with such little time left. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought something like bigger was going to happen. Um. And I was just sort of waiting for it the entire time, and it never like what? came. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. Like a like a like a like a dragon character. dying. Well, no, like like a main character dying, or like a. She was kind of a big uh, character. Is she? She was a big character to Daenerys. Okay. Um, I don't know. It. it, it um, I think with with this being the third to last episode. Um, I expected a little more than just like the first 60% being a party. Right. And 
Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, but it, there, there was a lot um, that, that happened still. Um, just nothing felt super like, like, ooh, what, what's going to happen now? Because it's clear, like, now we're just going to get a, a, a war between um, Daenerys's group and everybody at King's Landing. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rodney? Oh, uh, so... That was season eight, episode four, Game of Thrones. Uh, we will continue our journey through Westeros uh, with season, well, I'm sorry, with episode five from season eight um, from the guys at the Out of the Loop Studios. Follow us on our Instagram at OOTL Podcast um, or send us an email at OOTLPod at gmail.com. Damn it, that's old. <laughs> uh, Rodney, it's out of the loop pod at gmail.com. Correct. And our Instagram is out of the loop podcast uh, at, for Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah. Great stuff happening. Uh, hope you all stay safe. Enjoy 2021. It's getting better. Um, get vaccinated if you can. Holy Continue shit. Two episodes stuff. left. Two yeah. episodes. Yeah, That's crazy. Done. So thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed and continue listening. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>